Shit Dad Podcast. Celebrating the mistakes that all parents make. You're listening to the Shit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day, and welcome to episode 65 of the Shit Dad Podcast, where we normalise those parenting mistakes and breaks while talking all things fatherhood. I'm Nick, married father of three, five and a seven-year-old, and nobody asked if I could run fast in my new shoes I got this week. Being a grown-up sucks. <laughs> g'day, I'm Cam, father to a two-year-old and a four-year-old, and I'll tell you what, you appreciate those good drying days when your kid gets struck down with gastro. Oh, <laughs> I was really excited about the amount of uh, it's a good drying day text I got this week. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh, Episode 65. Oh, I know. They're going fast, We're aren't they? punching along now. Um, I do have some great news, which is going to punch them on even further. We're doing a new episode, um, hopefully every week or so, uh, called The Frontline, which are going to be short episodes. Uh, we were initially going to put them on YouTube, but they're going to be uh, actual episodes on wherever you get your wherever you listen to these episodes, uh, and they're going to be about uh, yeah frontline workers and how the job affects them as fathers. So, so you're going to be interviewing fireys, ambos, yep. police, SES, paramedics, yep. all them, whoever yep. I can get. Yeah. So if you know anyone who might have a good story for us, um, put us in touch. That'd be great. And ten minute little snippets. Right? Yeah, a little yeah. snippet. Yeah. Yep. Quick, quick yarn. We're gonna do it. Most of them will be on the phone. Yeah. Um, but they'll still be good, like quality, like we're talking right now. So hopefully it will be good. Yeah. Right. No worries. We're out without Dave this week. Yeah. Uh, once again, at this end of the year is always tricky, especially as dads, mm. uh, and especially as a, as a teacher. I'm sure he's oh, yeah. round out the year and I just finish. It was something to do with a, one of the formals or like a end of year thing. Yeah. That he has to go to. Yeah. He, yeah. Whatever. That's all good. Why can't cats play cards in the jungle? <laughs> what? Why? Because there's too many cheaters. Oh god, I like that. What night made the round table? Which one? Circumference. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even meant to be dirty. Why did that get me so good? <laughs> uh, me and my mates are in a band called Duna. It's a cover band. <laughs> <laughs> What did Cowboy Santa do at the end of the festive season? What? He Rudolph into the sunset. <laughs> How does the moon cut his hair? Yeah. Eclipse it. Oh, yeah. All right. And um, I've got one more. Two cows in a field. One says, moo. The other one said, I was going to say that. Classic. Classic. Classic dad joke. I've got another moo joke as well that, that came up. Knock, knock. Who's there? Inter- interrupting a cow. Oh, wait, interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one to do with the kids. Yeah, kids are mad for that shit. Now we've got a few listener messages through the socials uh, as well as on the Shit Dad share line. So we've got a message from someone called Tristan. He says, hey, blokes, I love the potty. I listen to you mob while I'm at work on the mowers and the snippers. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Obviously uh, doing God's work out Mowing lawns He's on snippers. He's a brave man this time of year because that would be just horrendous. It's pretty brutal. I just, I, I couldn't do it. You're a better man than me. We got a ep- one here. I had a shit dad moment for you. The other day I got home from work. The baby was sleeping so the missus and I went out and had a beer on the balcony. We come back in, the baby's awake. So I pick her up, go to give her a hug, but she... Lurches forward, anyway, give her a nice fucking headbutt. <laughs> she starts crying. The missus is, oh, no, what did you do? Baby's got tears 
rolling down her eyes. I felt so bad. Give her a smile. She smiles. She's happy, not injured. So there's my shit dad moment. Cheers, blokes. That's really good, honestly. <laughs> the the biggest thing I got out of that one is the wives always just need someone to blame. Don't they? <laughs> it makes them feel better yeah. about themselves. What have you done? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I guess I'm fucked up. <laughs> oh, did he did he leave a name? No. Oh. So yeah, if uh, I'd love you to get involved uh, and let us know with uh, yeah, yeah. We've also had a uh, a, a listener write in with a bit of a dilemma. So. Anyone who's listening to this in the car, maybe with kids, just uh, this is your warning for some sensitive information. In mm. case the kids are listening, I'd say to turn it down or skip o- it. Or off. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, the message from this listener was, uh, how do we tell our kids or what do we tell them when if they see two Santas in a day? So obviously you might go to the shops and see one and go to a, you know, one of those end of year carnivals or whatever mm. and see a different one and they're going to look different yeah varying degrees of quality of santas yeah there's a skinny santa a skinny santa <laughs> and a fat santa yeah one with gray eyebrows one with black eyebrows <laughs> well, uh, one with bingo arms and <laughs> the other one with guns what what do you tell them because you know depending on their age they're going to be a bit clued on well some uh some messages on the facebook page from the shit daddery group um tell them it's a tribute show oh <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I'll I'll talk about Guns N' Roses later. It felt like a tribute show. <laughs> uh, tell them that they're Santa's helpers because he's just too busy this time of year. That's good. Yep. Yep. You that's know. probably real good. Just kind of you know, helping out and a bit ambiguous as to which one's the real one. Mm. And then finally, this is my favorite. Tell them Santa's not real. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking cut out the middleman. <laughs> Save say, yourself oh, years yeah. of lies and excuses. Just say, oh, you've done it. You've figured it out. Gold star. <laughs> oh, my God. Gold <laughs> star. Yeah. Maybe not advise the last one. Woo. So, yeah. I think the best thing to do is either ignore it or just tell them it's, you know, oh, he's just got his, his friendly giant Santa elves helping out. Yeah, yeah. They dress as Santa to keep everyone happy. Yeah. Because Santa just brings happiness. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Let's go with it. <laughs> Santa's helpers. Or maybe not the... It's not real, but yeah. <laughs> awesome. How's Family Man going, Cam? Uh, good. Yeah. So I mentioned last week, finally got around to watching it. Um, I was surprised uh, at what it actually was. I thought it was just some videos that you could check out and, you know, get some tips. But it's really like a choose-your-own-adventure interactive game almost. Mm. Uh, the scenarios where you're a dad and your kid says or does something and you've got options of what to do and how to respond. Right. Um, so you click on one and you're like, oh, like you can see which one's probably like definitely not right. But so you're like, oh, yeah, I'll try and do it properly. Um, and you click on it and half the time they're all wrong and you're like, actually, you should do this. Right. And so you go through and, uh, yeah, just good little little tiny helpful um, hints. And what's good about it as well is you can go through, you know, play the game and it's not just for dads. You can then get your partner to do it as well and, and see if you get the same result or see if you yeah, cool. learn something or whatever. So I'm up to the second kind of module at the moment. Um, but it's actually things that are happening right now in the household where you'd be sitting at dinner and someone's just like you know, screaming and yelling and you can't have a conversation. Yeah. Um, although I will say there's conflicting advice and information. For example, like timeout. It's saying, yep, it's normal and it's healthy and it's good for kids. Versus the other uh, modules that I mentioned that I was watching with the family, Big Little Feelings, mm. which was done, it's just done by two moms in America, which are saying this timeout's pointless and you shouldn't do it. 
So two lots of experts telling you two different things exactly. as usual. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that, my advice is to check it out uh, if you're if you're interested. It's free. It's pretty easy to watch. And where is yeah, it? It's just just Google Family Man Movember. Oh, cool. Pop up. I Googled something different. So I Googled different ways to um, put sauce on a sausage roll, as you do. Just this, this is going stuff. back to our discussion at the start of the year that we had about this. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sort of coming around to your way of thinking, right? So you know how I said anything other than sauce along the top is just being a serial killer? Yeah. Um, I, fa- I found a new way, but then I told someone about it all excited thinking I was the man. And they're like, they used to do that in primary school. So that the sauce didn't get all over the packet. Uh-huh. Basically, you instead of smushing it on top like you do per bite, it's sort of you squish the top of the sausage roll so that a little bit of pastry opens up. You know, so yeah. the, there's a gap between the pastry and the meat, and you yeah. squirt it all the way down there, mm. and then you sort of smush it around in the like. <laughs> you keep it in the packet and you <laughs> smush it around a bit. A bit hard if you get it from like um, the pie shops and stuff in the yeah. bakery, but basically it distributes it. Evenly. And have you tried this? I tried it. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's, I'll never do it any other way now. I'm, I'm envisioning like, you know, a sauce, piece of sausage in what feels like a sock and trying to smush it around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, I'll leave that alone. But, uh, <laughs> a tube sock? Uh, yeah, no, so... Definitely recommend it. Yeah. And apparently they used to do it at tuck school kid tuck shops. Like that's that was the way they put the sauce in the sausage roll when they asked for sauce oh. so that it didn't go all over the bag and waste half the sauce. Well, there you go. There you it's go. It's taken us almost 12 months to figure that out. It's taken me 34 years. <laughs> <laughs> Another. This is actually a win first, then an upset. So the win was finding um, ABC Kids Listen on DAB radio. On your Like most of the new cards have the digital radio yep. and you can flick through the channels and there was a kids... ABC Kids Listen, which you've you obviously, yeah. yeah, you've seen it. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. How good is it? So I turn it on. There was this stupid sounding song on and I was about to turn it off and Miss 3 was like, I love this song. And I was like, well, guess we'll listen to this song. Very good. Yeah. It was about tinkering and like not giving up when you, when, like you're tinkering around and trying to make something work and you're not giving up. And I was like, okay, this has got a good message. This is cool. And we listened to the rest of the song. It was all good. The second song that came on was called Rockabilly Water Wheel and it started off and we'd been in the car for about 40 minutes at this point um, doing various uh, chores yeah. and uh, errands. And anyway, started with just the sound of like rippling water and I'm like, oh, this is going to end badly. <laughs> I'm not excited about this. And then the Rockabilly Water Wheel, it just it got heavier and heavier and I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Next minute, the... the Miss Three is going to be like, I've just pissed myself. <laughs> she didn't, thankfully, but I was expecting the worst. From what the are you doing, ABC Kids Listen? Unbelievable. They you should know better. You wouldn't read about it. You shouldn't be putting that shit on in a car <laughs> or anything about food either yeah. because fruit salad yummy. Yummy came on next, didn't it? And then I need a wee and I'm hungry. <laughs> like, the two worst things. Come yeah. on. Anyway, that's yeah. my rant. No, we discovered that a little while ago, but we don't use it because we've almost conditioned the kids now to just like – holler at us and scream until they get the phone up in the uh, sunglasses <laughs> thing. Because I was so excited when we figured out yeah, that yeah. hack. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. That's they can hack. see. But then, of course, kids these days, they can get bluey, they can get Dougie, mm. whatever they want, streaming straight away. So they're yeah. just conditioned little shits. I'll tell you what, I've just recently, uh, today actually, <laughs> I've been doing it for the whole last 12 hours, was just put ABC Kids on on the TV. Oh, I was yeah. just like, nah. 
Nah. That's like, it. I want to watch this. Nah. I want to watch that. Nah. ABC Kids. I can't choose what's on. You watch them what's on. Yeah. Or we're turning it off. <laughs> all right, I'll turn it off. No. All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's better than nothing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I got to cook dinner, daddy dinner, which is coming out soon nice. on the socials. Excellent. Any hints as to what you cooked? It's a new one. Oh. Mm, pasta-ish. I like it when you do these because my wife then cooks them for the kids. Yeah, cool. So I actually I had a bowl myself and it was the Teox. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and we, what we're trying to do this uh, these last couple of weeks of the year is uh, in case you need some little inspiration for gifts for yourself, for your mates, for your, for your partner, for your kids, um, just a couple of different guests we've had throughout this year. Um, hopefully you can jump on and, and um, find something that you like. So here it is. Welcome to Dad's Corner, where we give shout-outs to those good causes for dads all around the world. <laughs> we're nailing this. Nailed it. All right, so Christmas present inspo. So first of all, we're going to go back to our old mate's trademark, which um, have brought out a Christmas box with one size fits all. These things are sick. I looked today. I was actually mm. going to buy one for myself, I think, because there's like the um, the big esky, the big cool, uh, the cooler bag. Yep. Uh, there's like a hat. Uh, a shirt. There's heaps of shit. Wide, wide brim straw hat. Yeah, Is that yeah. The one? Uh, maybe like not. the ones we've got. Nah, I reckon. I recommend those for cap. summer though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the trucker's cap. Yeah. yeah. Recommend getting your dig uh, your big dad's hat too because mm-hmm. they are the best dad's mm-hmm. hat I've ever freaking worn. Uh, currently, thirty seven percent off um, is the Christmas box, and that's one hundred and forty nine dollars. So check out trademark.com. And you've you've shared that link on our socials. I have, today, yeah, so. yep, yep. So um, by the time this episode comes out, it'll be gone. But trademark.com, check out all the swag they chuck in it because it's surprisingly a lot. Nice one, mm. uh, Freddie and Co. So you may remember Maddie McKay lives in the sky. You came do. on uh, and discussed his his uh, family business, Freddie and Co. So they're having a site wide sale at the moment, up to forty dollars off selected playmats. So remember, these are the ones that he and his wife have made custom for their kids. Australian animal alphabet and a modern version of the old school car mat. Remember those things? Yeah, we, we've so got good. we've got a carpet one at home. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, that's I think that's what it's based on the old yeah. carpet one, but they've made it way better and yeah. it looks really cool. So, and the, obviously the Australian um, animal one is yeah real fancy. Yeah, and I think he said they designed them all himself, him and his wife. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, that old school car mat, the Australian animal alphabet, freddieandco.com.au. Uh, I've got one, a, a gift idea. This isn't for Dad's Corner, but it sort of is because it's a good shout for dads all around Australia and the mm. world. Whoever has cane toad problems, right, get yourself down to the trash and treasure. And I saw a massive garbage bin full of golf clubs. So you get a golf club, you get like a, a footy tee, yeah. a pair of tongs, you whack them on the head with the tongs, the toads this is. <laughs> so if you've got a toad problem, if the, your mate's got a toad's problem, you get him this is like a gift pack. You can wrap it out, wrap it up however you want. And basically... Summer toad gift pack. Summer toad <laughs> gift pack. Merry friggin' Christmas. This is the best present you'll ever give someone. So basically you whack them on the head with the pair of tongs so that they're all dazed and don't know where they are and then you pick them up with the tongs and put them on the tee and then you tee off. Furthest, furthest drive wins. Can we do this, please? <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, as long yep. as we can record it and post it. Yeah, we'll do that for sure. And Where we do you go trash and treasure? Like a, a local tip. Dacobin oh, yeah. dump, yep. yep. 
Australia. Classy. Nice. All right. And finally, uh, Black Property and Smashing Fibres. So these two companies have been so supportive of us this year. Mm. Um, obviously, the Black Property guys helping us out most recently with all of our awesome new gear. Really excited because hopefully pretty soon we're going to be moving into a more of a permanent little studio setup. So all of our beautiful gear will be housed there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, of course, uh, we wouldn't be where we are today without the Smashing Fibers team. Of course. So, um, obviously, they uh, made the decision to uh, round out their business at the end of the year. So, um, uh, you know, yeah, just a shout out to those guys for uh, putting the what is it, the skin on us. Yeah, no, <laughs> we'd be sitting around in the skin. Yeah. That's the one, yeah. yeah. Um, cause we, yeah, you don't want to see us without shirts. No. Um, so thanks to the team. At like Smashing a melted Fibers. candle. <laughs> don't forget if you want to get in touch, if you want to leave some of those, um, uh, messages on the socials, shitdadpod at gmail.com at shitdadpod on Instagram, shitdadpod, uh, on Facebook and the Facebook group, uh, join the shit daddery as well. So there's a bit more of a little closed group there, uh, where we have a few discussions and we put a few polls out to the listeners. And it's, yeah, it's good because you can have your say in, uh, all our topics. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. If there's anything you want to hear or anyone you want us to talk to, definitely let us know. So follow and leave a five-star review on the podcast platform that you listen to. And, of course, if you just want to call and leave a message, leave a voicemail, call the Shit Dad share line 07 30 40 95 45. Nice. Right. Let's hit the chew. Let's do it. <clears throat> so today we are – sorry, this week we're going to be talking about the three things – that emotionally intelligent parents do. So this is a study that I, I was reading online because whatever you read on the interweb is real and 100% true. But this chick had a PhD, she's American, and she obviously is the perfect parent because she studies um, something like calm parenting or something. I was like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. this is going to be fun. <laughs> but I read one one of the things I was like, okay, I might try and um, incorporate that into my parenting style. So yeah. If anyone gets something out of it, let us know because I I found it a pretty interesting read for maybe 20% of it. So the three things apparently that emotionally intelligent parents do is correct behaviours, not emotions. uh, Listens to understand instead of teaching teaching or lecturing and takes a moment to self-reflect and learn from the child. Now, one out of three of those things I actually understand and I could actually give my insight to and how I uh, differ to how she's talking yeah, right. or how I compare. Um, and the other two would just sounded like absolute garbage. So I'm just <laughs> going to have a go at it okay? Uh, and we'll go from there. But basically correcting behaviours, not emotions, is the thing that I sort of resonated with. Um, it says stuff, that, stuff like feelings are okay but acting out isn't and I sort of related that to Australia losing to France in the World Cup <laughs> and wanting to put a hole in the wall uh, yeah. but not, <laughs> you know. Um, but in my personal fatherhood journey, I find it really hard to pull the boys up when they're angry without getting angry myself because when everything's heightened, it's really hard to pull yourself in when and expecting more of a five- and a seven-year-old who can't regulate their own emotions. So yes. it's our obviously our job to rein ourselves in and be the calm one uh, mm. in that argument because it would be like a three-way standoff like the... Escalating, escalating, yeah. yeah. It's only going to get worse like three guys pointing guns at each other, <laughs> three guys at gunpoint. It's just it's pointless. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, really need to pin down the feelings um, that are causing the anger and, and sort of try and fix that one thing at a time. A perfect example was the other night uh, Mr. Five was like he was filthy about something I didn't even know and he was just 
causing absolute havoc and he was saying naughty words and all that sort of stuff. I'm blowing up Deluxe because I'd had I'd just got home from work so mm. I'm obviously ready to sort of wind down. Couldn't because of that and I was directing my anger at him saying naughty words when I shouldn't. Like the wife was saying, no, stop, let's address what's actually bothering him before we sort of talk to him later about the naughty words, yes. you know, because yeah. we have to address that. Obviously you want to address and just giving him a whack yeah. probably isn't going to work because he's not that kind of kid. He yeah. needs a different sort of parenting, which is, which she got it right in the end, which was the most annoying part. Like she, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, she basically addressed Don't tell her. Yeah, exactly. We'll, let's tell the rest of Australia, whoever's <laughs> listening to the podcast. Uh, millions of listeners. We obviously. know that our wives don't listen. To this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we can say what we want, but we won't. Um, yeah. So she just addressed why he wasn't eating his dinner, and it was literally because he'd left it so long that it was cold, and he uh, wanted it heated up again. Yeah. And she's like, "No, this is your problem because you um, you left it." Friggin' ages. So, and then she's like, okay, well, I'll do, I'll heat it up if blah, blah, blah. She heated it up quickly. He ate it. Everybody wins. Yeah. We had a chat about the naughty words. Doesn't matter how angry you are. You can't talk like that. You can't be rude. Like, yeah. It was a good result. Yeah. But yeah, so basically, we corrected the behaviors, not his emotion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It, that's the, that's the tough part to just so separate. So hard, two. man. Um, I mentioned before some of the different modules and things we've been kind of looking at and watching and trying to uh, focus on because we're at that point as well where these some of these bad behaviours are coming out and trying different ways to calmly address them. Um, but sometimes the frustrating thing is when they continue to happen. Like the, our, our kids are really bad at just at dinner time, not just sitting at the table and eating. And I'm sure every kid, every course, kid yeah. is, right? Um, but... When they, it's it's worse for my wife who's all, all, majority of the time the one that you know cooks dinner and spends time planning and doing it all and yes. she finally sits down and most of the time like we're trying to sit down with them now mm. um, and we're the we're the one sitting there you know trying to eat as well and yeah. then you're getting up and having to run around and chase them, um, but I have found that it, some of the techniques have worked really well where you can pull like get down on your child's level pull them aside and say you know. I understand that you're feeling angry, sad, frustrated, whatever that may be, and that's okay. Yeah, takes a bit of getting used to. Uh, you know, that's okay. However, yeah. doing this is not okay. We've got rules, and then also explaining why there are rules. So mm. we do that. We do this, or we don't do this because otherwise this happens. And uh, saying that once doesn't work, but it's the that constant repetition. So I found if I'm saying the same thing three or four times. I just even ignoring kind of what they're saying and just like, yeah. I know you're feeling this way and that's okay, but this, I know you're feeling this way and that's okay. By the time the fourth or fifth time we've run, run through it, it seems to have been like, oh, okay, mm. you're, you're listening and I, I'm okay to feel this way, but yeah, oh, okay, I get it. Well, I can't do that. All good, I'll calm down. So yeah, cool. It does, it does seem to have been working, not every time, and obviously the worst time is like five or six o'clock at night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. So you're correcting the behaviours not how they're feeling about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the main thing is that how they're feeling, whatever emotions they're experiencing, um, and this is you read this and you hear about this a lot, is that you have to encourage that it's okay and it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. But as long as it's not leading and constantly leading to those bad behaviours. Yeah, I love that. 
Uh, number two, listens and under, uh, listens to understand instead of teaching and lecturing. I sort of didn't. I read it <laughs> over and over and I didn't really understand what it was about. I just try and remember what bothered me when I was a kid, like being a chub, <laughs> having, having friends, like had, just making sure I had heaps of friends, what team I got picked for at, in this for soccer at Big Lunch down in the Rat's Nest. <laughs> yeah, like lis- listening helps, but how often do they actually articulate what's properly pissing them off, yeah, you know? Yeah, um, your, your go-to is to try and like, and people are solvers as well. Mm. And that's what I liked about the men's table when we spoke to those guys. There was no fixing. Mm. One of them was mantras. Um, and I guess a part of that is teaching or lecturing. I said, oh, you know, this is what we're doing or this is why we're doing it. As opposed to just listening and not even having a response, just being like, okay. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty tough to do as well. Um, but uh, like my argument is with that, it, that would work for a kid who can actually articulate what they're feeling. Yeah, five and a seven seven year old maybe getting towards those years, but no friggin' way. Like a five year old, you what do you what is there to understand? He's literally yelling because you've cut his fucking sandwich the wrong way. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's when you yeah <laughs> when you're talking about uh, like where you're talking to a nine year old. You're, well, sorry, you're listening to a nine year old going. Well, I got a, I got to school to get today, and and Jerry gave me a touch up like. I'm not happy about this. It's yeah. it made me feel like hated, and I, my friends were laughing, and you know that sort of stuff. You can sort of understand and sit back and go, okay, well, this is how we might fix it. Yeah, you know, this is yeah. this is what you could do to try and help. You know, yeah, you're right. At a certain age, most of the time, so what they're telling you is just gibberish anyway. Yeah, like bullshit. Like <laughs> telling some lame story. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you a good one. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times like, we go to the, the grade ones uh, in the fire truck and like do the grade one visit and they're just like, and you have to say now, okay, I'm going to ask, uh, I want to hear questions, not stories. Because if you don't <laughs> say that, and you pr- I'll probably have to say that two or three times because if you don't actually say that, they start saying, well, my neighbours are firemen and our smoke alarm went off one <laughs> night when mum was cooking dinner and they, if you don't like shut it down immediately, they just fucking gibber on. Most of the time it's also just stuttering. So, and, yeah, because they don't and, really know what they want yeah, to say. they're just like, oh, they're trying to like string some thoughts together <laughs> and then then yeah. the next, next and then you're like, oh, yeah, never yeah. mind. Good chat, bro. So the next mor- one. Moral is listen to understand. <laughs> <laughs> Are you happy with that one? Yeah. All right. Finish it off with number three. Take a moment to self-reflect and learn from the child. They got me at learn from the child. I'm happy with the self-reflect bit because mm-hmm. that's something we've we've all been working on from um, all the stuff we've yep. guys have spoken to on the pod. Yeah. Um, emotional intelligence as well. Obviously, something that I don't know about you guys, but I've, I know you guys are as well. But something we've been working on, um, as well as self-reflection, obviously, but. When they're having a meltdown, like I said before, over which like you've cut their sandwich the wrong way and then you – because you just can't be fucked, yeah. you do it again and I'll eat that one and I'll make that – you cut it the other way, they're having a meltdown about that yeah. too. You're just like, okay. So instead of me getting angry, you're sitting there going, you either just love the sound of your own whinging <laughs> or something else is bothering you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you – and then you just like like the first, the first thing, we just try and dig – Get down to the bottom of what's upsetting them. Exactly. Know? Yeah. 
Mm, but we're, we're at the stage where like they're no matter what bowl I put food in, yes, it's wrong. Yeah. 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 Well, when they're having meltdowns over colours of bowls, self reflection's real hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd agree. Yeah. Um yeah, you're right though. What we do and the whole point of what we what we talk about, discuss on the pod is all about self reflection and yeah. uh that's been a really good thing to do. That the whole um the whole dad's workbench that we've done mm. this year has been really good because I find myself in those moments when I'm trying to talk to them or settle them or calm them or even just play with them in a good way, mm. um, thinking about like what's coming out of my mouth and what I'm saying and, you know, how engaged I am with them, you know, mm. putting the phone away and all yeah. those things. Um, and you don't do that uh, without having, you know, spent some time thinking about all those behaviours that you yourself have. So, um, yeah, I think we're only going to keep... Fine tuning all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And we're learning them, learning something new every week, honestly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right, we're punching through now. So um, we shaped up to the experts. And what are you going to give us out of 10, Cam? Uh, I think we've got. Two out of the three, yeah. they're 66%. Yep. Cool. So six out of ten, I like that. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, we're getting better. Yeah. <laughs> if we asked that a year, a year ago, we'd have been like, what the fuck are they yeah. talking about? Yeah. What a load of crap. He's yeah. got to do what I say. Yeah. No, this is good. But uh, it's really now time for something that I want to bring back to the table uh, and there's plenty to talk about. So let's get into a bit of this. Get ready to hear about the sports you love most from a guy who doesn't love sport as much as you. It's the Shit Dad Sports Wrap. With me, Cam. (laughs) (laughs) We've got four topics, sports topics to discuss, so let's dive in. Anyone who hasn't listened to this section before, Nick and Dave put together sports headlines, the biggest things to happen during the week. I haven't Put read our them. Own spin on them yep. as well. Yep. I haven't read them, so I'm just kind of going to read them out and then mm. usually just look blankly at them as they explain them to <laughs> me. So the World Cup wrap. Plenty of upsets so far, but the big surprise is the haters before the start of the tor- tournament jumping on social media, telling everyone their professional opinions about Australia. Mm. Was this because we did that video? What video? The Soccer Rose did a video basically condemning human rights violations. Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't even watch that, to no. be fair. I think that's a sort of a, a moot. Is moot moot point? Is, the, is that a, the right thing to say? Yeah, moot, not moot. It, mute. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. moo. The point is moo. <laughs> it's, it's like a cow's opinion. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> so good. All right, so I'll start with Australia, the Socceroos. Uh, the, all the experts, sorry, the Facebook experts were coming in saying uh, this is the worst Socceroos team we've had for years, blah, 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 blah. Mm. I've been of the opinion from the start that, yeah, it might be, whatever, but these those seven, oh, however many blokes, I think it's a 30-man squad or something, those 30 blokes are going to go over there and give the absolute shift of their career. They may not play that well ever again, mm. but they are going to make sure that they leave everything in Qatar. Oh, let's get on to Qatar as well. Fuck this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so prediction was very close. So I made a prediction before the first Australia I, game. Uh, yes, I remember. Yep. Yeah, a, a lot of it was tongue in cheek, obviously. Um, mm. so there was talk of baguettes at halftime and et cetera, et cetera. But 
Australia to score the first goal and everyone celebrating so wildly that we didn't even notice the the next five goals go in. So you predicted five one and it ended at four <laughs> one. There you go. So we lost four one to France, but um, we put a shift in, and yeah. as predicted, Australia and all the pundits are coming out saying Australia are just incredibly hard workers. They're fit. And they work so hard. They may not have the skill to back it up, but they're fit and they work hard. And second game showed that. So we um, put it to Tunisia mm. and held on for a 1-0 win. So their first win since 2006, I think. Yeah. A yep. long time. So, yeah, really proud. Really proud of and, the boys. you know, saving, the, uh, saving them for another uh, possible next win. Because yeah. otherwise they would have been out, right? Yep. Yeah. So if we... If we get any sort of result from the Denmark game, mm. um, we there's a real good chance we could progress to the next stage, which is so good. And any result means a goal? Yes. Yeah, cool. A goal. Cool, cool. A score. <laughs> One yeah. time score. Yeah. So, so is that all? We just need to score a goal and... No, I mean, no, no, no. So we need to win. So oh. win or, sorry, win or draw. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, but to do that, you need to score goals, obviously. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, really proud of the boys and um, I hope they... Make something of it. Yeah. Because, yeah, prove everyone wrong because now all the keyboard warriors are hiding away going, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, there, there's always a chance. And I'm like, shut up, dickhead. You, t- you said we weren't even going to score a goal. And how was the reaction? Like, where were you watching that when that, that goal was scored? Where was I watching that? Oh, I was at a mate's house around the corner in uh, the, the beautiful suburb of Griffin in northern Brisbane um, and we were just cheering silently, trying not to wake his family up. Um, worked, but it required me to sprint in the opposite direction <laughs> to the back of his yard with my shirt off, <laughs> dodging all the dog shits. I wouldn't expect anything there. <laughs> that's great. And in that moment, there was a glimmer of chance, right? Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the, the Qatar thing and the whole fast that is the Qatar World Cup at a, at a further date, but, yeah. All right, moving on to golf. Mm. PGA being played in Brisbane at the moment, very exciting. Um, Cam Smith. Cam wins the Australian PGA by three strokes, once again proving that superpowers of the dirty mullet. After dropping the lead with a bogey in the last round, he finished strong, showing that widely known Queensland spirit to shoot three late birdies to win his third Australian PGA. Did you understand any of that? Yeah. Cool. Now, is is this his last PGA? Aren't they all getting kicked out because they're moving to the... The LIV or whatever it yeah, is? I, yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm going to. I wanted to bring this in after the World Cup thing because I actually wanted to talk seriously about the World Cup. But the next three things I'm going to try and to explain to you, <laughs> like I'm explaining it to my five year old. Okay. Okay. So Cam Smith is like a really good golfer. <laughs> He's got a funny haircut, and I think it makes him play better. So he was winning. Yeah. And then halfway through, everyone else caught up to him because he wasn't playing real good, <laughs> and he he had one pretty bad hole. And every hole, you've just got to try and get it in the hole <laughs> as quickly as possible with as little amount of kicks as possible with your club. <laughs> All right. And then then he came good again and he hit it in the hole real quick for the, the rest of the shots. Yeah. And he won. And he won. Yeah. And he, now, he, now he gets a real cool trophy with his name on it. <laughs> yeah. You should have put that in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it now. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Great name. I love how you wanted Cam. to talk golf. I was like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I only I, I hear golf stuff through osmosis through my father-in-law. Oh, cool. He, yeah. he, he's one of those people who watches golf for fun. Oh, yuck. Yeah. 
All right, topic number three. AFLW final. Demons beat the Lions in a Fox Sports-quoted heart-stopping thriller. The reporter must be an AFLW tragic <laughs> because it finished. <laughs> I'll take over. <laughs> it finished two seven nineteen to two three fifteen, so basically nine scoring shots to five. The D's lost last year's granny, but overcame a halftime deficit to overcome a spirited Lions team. <laughs> All right, so oh, I'm crying. Okay. Oh god. Five year old Cameron. <sighs> this is this is. I'm talking a five year old Cam here. Yeah. Ready? Go on. So. So the you know how we watched the the boys kick the AFL around on the telly last week, yeah. Because they finished their season, the girls played this time of year as well, and they it's the same thing, same field, same ball. Um, they just don't score as many points because I don't really know. Is it sexist to say they don't kick as straight? <laughs> I don't know. I actually don't know why it's so low scoring. I they just couldn't more evenly you. matched. Maybe there you go. But. I like that. You're really mature for a five-year-old. Yeah, so basically nine scoring shots to five. So, yeah, the one team who was real good last year but just missed out scored nine shots and that was enough to beat a team who's been real good this year against shit teams but not so good against good teams. And they only scored five shots. Wow. So then they, the the Ds is what that girls' teams, oh, I think everyone, yeah, the Ds won the trophy. So and they get all their names on the trophy. How cool is that? It's great. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what does the D stand for? Is it Essendon? No, it's Demons. Demons? Yeah. Melbourne Demons. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I have, that was good. It's been a long day. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, last topic, number four. Australia reached the first Davis Cup final since Leighton Hewitt in 2003. Oh. Mm. There you go. Proud. Both Australians, Alex de Minua and, oh, come on, mate, Kokonakis. The yeah? cock. Yeah. Uh, we're beaten in straight sets by a couple of Canadians in the Davis Cup final, a competition that Australia has gone back to not caring about because <laughs> we don't win. If the Aussie boys won, we would have been crowing. <laughs> One average Aussie dad was heard saying to his mate over a schooner of Great Northern. <laughs> was that you? Yeah. <laughs> Australia has won 28 Davis Cups, but none since 2003. Mm. With Leighton Hewitt as team captain, it would have been somewhat of a fairy tale. Because Australians... he was the last one to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that. Uh, Australians can now go back to pining for the footy codes to kick off again. There you go. Yep. I think that says it all. I think even a five-year-old would understand that. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad but true that... Oh, I, I guess what it's do they only... call it when you when you only support fair weather fair plastic. weather oh yeah fair fair weather fans yeah, yeah. or plastic fans yeah. plastic yeah yeah definitely um, mate I enjoy that a lot thank you that um, is the shit down sports rap so are we, when Dave's around I'd love to get into the whole Qatar thing because I reckon he's going to have a, a point of view on that yeah definitely mm-hmm. yep definitely we're going to talk about Qatar but uh, at this time it is the time of the week where we talk about this shit dad moment. 
All right. Uh, my shit dad story of the week. So not not as much of a moment. Um, hey, Camo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we... Um, we're going to record I'm this. I'm going to... Pre- yeah, we're recording. I'm not even going to edit this out. People need to know that I forgot to press record on the, the camera. So. That's all right. I'm sure that they uh, like you, to see my face each week. Yeah, man. Can you pretend that you're starting from scratch again? Okay, g'day, everyone. My <laughs> shit dad story of the week. Uh, just a quick one. The kids weren't involved as much, but I was lucky enough to go to two concerts last week. The first was Guns N' Roses. So I mentioned to you guys nice. uh, last week I was looking forward to it. I'm wearing my Gunners shirt that I, f- I freshly purchased for the concert. Fresh. From Cotton On, of course. Um Slash, still got it. The rest of the old fellas, not so much. Axel Rose, probably had a few too many pies and <laughs> should probably just call it a day. Might need the money, I'm guessing, from touring. Um, Axel yeah. Roses, box of chocolates, eating too many. Yeah. Too nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely what he's done. Um, his voice is just, he just can't handle mm. you know, those high notes anymore. Um, so I'll probably give them like a six out of ten uh, for mm. their concert. But the, the winning concert this week, um, probably no surprise, a band that's much better than Guns N' Roses, the Wiggles. Yeah, nice. Managed to go to a, a Australia Zoo event uh, with the Irwins on a Saturday night, a fundraising event. And lo and behold, the headline act was the old OG Wiggles with a couple of the newer ones. Like awesome. high in those ones. Um, but no one really cares about the new ones. So <laughs> to see the OG Wiggles... <laughs> Uh, was awesome, and I've got a video video to show you later, Nick. Mm-hmm. I, was on, I was on the dance floor dancing next to the yellow wiggle, and he kind of bumped into me, and then I, like, danced next to him awkwardly. Um, I thought you were talking about the like, hot one. The no, chick. no. <laughs> you can't say that. She's, like, 16. No, <laughs> Emma, the redhead. Oh, no, she's she wasn't there. She's, oh, yeah, she's gone. Shame. She's definitely retired. She's, Is there a new chick, yellow wiggle? Mm. Oh, wow, okay. Yes, yeah. So uh, for any any dads who are on that new train for the Wiggles, um, I'm sure they're not as good as the OGs. Mm. Well, you got to dance next to Anthony. Is it Anthony? No. Uh, Greg. Greg. Yes, Greg. yeah. He wasn't overly impressed. I was kind of like <laughs> pushing him out of my way. Oh, well, nice. <laughs> good audition. Yeah. <laughs> How about awesome. you? Sorry, I'm just readjusting the camera. Uh, so... My shit dad moment was when t- today, recording day, obviously, because all my shit happens on recording day, thankfully. Uh, I forgot my daughter's hat uh, to her little um, Ants in the Pants thing. The Shout out to Ants in the Pants, by the way. Great little uh, little program, What's sports Ants program. In the pants? Yeah, do a little sports program every term. Oh, yeah. Um, do a couple of different sports a term and then get a little certificate at the end. The kids love it. And um, yeah, I've. I'm glad we're in a shady spot because I forgot my daughter's hat on a day that was hotter than a Satan's asshole. <laughs> but my actual shit dad story is I'd like to share with the listeners um, a regular morning at the Bentley house. Um, and this sort of, I'll talk worst case scenario, right? So we'll get up at, I don't know, five o'clock or whenever the, the crow, oh wait, the, what do they call it? The, whenever the, Us. the rooster crows, Hearts. whenever the rooster oh. crows. <laughs> Oh, Sparrowfart. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so kids get up that, that early. It's ridiculous. As soon as the sun's up, they're up. Uh, we go downstairs. They do whatever, colour or something, argue about <laughs> fuck knows what. Uh, and then we have breakfast about 6 o'clock. 
the kids take about 15, 20 minutes to eat a bowl of cereal <laughs> the size of your fist. Uh, it's like you're telling me my own morning. <laughs> <laughs> we are all in the same boat yeah. when it comes to fatherhood. Yeah, so basically they'll eat breakfast over the, a 20-minute period, will whinge that their food's soggy <laughs> because they've obviously left it for 20 minutes with in a bowl of milk. Yeah. Uh, and then we're like, all right, let's go get ready for school. Uh, the daycare, mystery, not too much of an issue. She's all good, just wants to wear a pretty dress. You're like, yeah, sweet. If that's all it's going to take to get your dress, done. The boys, however, getting in a school uniform is apparently harder than building a house because <laughs> it takes them about the same amount of time. Yeah. Um, yep, so we'll argue with them to get dressed, get dressed, get dressed. We'll, in fact, get dressed, brush our teeth, get be fully ready to go and they're still either half naked or still in their pyjamas and we say, okay, well, we're going so you'll be up here by yourself. Screaming match ensues, the yep. screams. Um, maybe a naughty word or two which we, we stamp out but uh, then they will all of a sudden be like, all right, fine, and then they get dressed real quick, which they could have done it 15, 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then the fight ensues to brush their teeth. So, And we're like, all right, well, you're not, we're not going until you brush your teeth. And they're like, fine, yeah. I don't want to go anyway. <laughs> and we're like, all right, fine. And we, we both walk downstairs. If we're in a, enough of a mood, we'll start the car. Yep. Um, and Give them a bit of a scare. Give them a scare. The scream at the top of the stairs. By this stage... Uh, this, on this one particular day, he'd taken his clothes off and he was standing at the top of the stairs naked. No. So I walked back inside, went up the stairs, grabbed his clothes, came downstairs, all right, your clothes are in the car so whenever you're ready to jump in, we're going. <laughs> and he goes, fuck. Ran down the stairs, got in the car, butt naked obviously. Yeah. I was like, here you go, easy clothes. And then he got dressed in the car uh, like he stayed naked. Oh, sorry, he got his jocks on, nothing else. Yeah. And I was like, mate, we're going to get out of the car at school, whether you like it or not. By this stage, wife's taken um, Miss Three to daycare. Yeah. It's me and the two boys. And I'm like, I'm taking you to school whether you like it or not, whether you're naked or not. I've got your clothes. Do you want to get dressed? Because it's like you'll go ahead with that. I've, I've <laughs> taken him to school in his pyjamas and we were ready to get out of the car and I was like, are you sure you want to go in your pyjamas? He's like, mm. and I said, all right, let's go. And got out of the car and he's like, ah. Oh, yeah. So I fully bluffed him, played <laughs> yeah, played chicken with him the whole way. It was good. But that's pretty much an average morning. Yeah. Uh, I think because like, my kids aren't in school yet, so I'm all, I'm starting to get a bit more of the, the view of the future. Mm. Um, but I like that tactic. I think that's a good one. Yeah. Just do the, all right, we're in the car. Throw your clothes in the boot. Yeah. You know. Like bluff. All your so friends will laugh at you. They, yeah. yeah. They actually think that they're going in their pajamas and yeah. yeah, life sucks. But yeah. Well, mate, this is the end of another episode. Definitely. Um, thanks for the chat. It's been really fun. That's still, been good. Still smirking about that 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 sports topic. Um, <laughs> don't forget, everyone listening, support those guys who support us. Um, get on for those final days of, of sales for Smashing Fibers, uh, the last of their stocks clearing out, uh, and also Black Property Group. So um, obviously Ant and Matt, thank you very much. Definitely. And do we have any final thoughts, Cam? Uh, my final thought this week was just around kids singing the wrong words to Christmas carols is just the cutest thing ever. That would be um, pretty cute. Because obviously, especially my daughter, she's really loving singing at the moment and she only hears these songs once a year, really, and, you know, a little snippet. 
at the best of times, doesn't know the words to songs. Mm-hmm. And hearing and trying to sing along with her to some of those, I'm just like, what are you saying? They're all like, couldn't be more wrong. But I'm like, yeah, she's just having a great time. Yeah, love that. And my final thought is, have you sort of noticed that whenever someone's trying to fix a problem, they're like, all right, we're going to sit down. And I'm like, I'll stop you right there, mate. I get nothing done when I'm sitting down and I don't think straight when I'm sitting down. I get most of my thinking done in the shower or if I'm pacing around aimlessly. So let's have a think about the word, the, the phrase sit down to fix something. It should be lie down so yeah. I fall asleep. I'll tell you what, I'm the most productive when I'm trying to fall asleep. <laughs> don't yeah. about you. The, the mind races. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that wraps it up, guys. So whether you take something away from our shit data or not, we thank you for taking some time out of your busy day to listen to it. And in the week ahead, don't be so hard on yourself. If you're trying to be better like you should, that's good because we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids.